Jared talking into a sock microphone, hoping that they're clean and not dirty. Uh, they are clean. I took them from the, <laughs> they are, I took them from the they, children's area. They look really clean. <laughs> Welcome to the Monday Post, the post-sermon post-Sunday recap show from Normandale. I'm Mason and... I'm Jared. Yeah, Jared's here uh, this morning. So, uh... This is Jared. I just walked into Jared's office not long ago and said, hey, man, do you want to come on this with me? And he said, uh, I didn't hear the sermon. I was like, perfect. You're the perfect guy for the job. So come on. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, and so uh, we thought, or frankly, I, I and I heard from someone else, but also me. Uh, this needs to be livened up a little bit. So we thought, who better than Jared to come on and yeah. make, make fun of the setup? International guest. Yeah, the international guest. big guy. deal. It is. And uh, so speaking of, he's already taking pictures. So we have. <laughs> you guys need to see this. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. So my uh, the microphones. I have I stole socks out of the children's area, and put them over the microphones uh, as like they're wind wind screens to prevent like like that sound. This is what they have when you see all the sports commentators and stuff. They have they're holding the microphone with the sock attached, yeah. hanging off there. <laughs> yeah. So it's a professional thing, uh, but. Uh, getting to the sermon stuff from yesterday, so we, we talked about First John chapter 3, uh, 11 through 18, which is all about, uh, we called it the happiest love. And um, Jared, you're finding this out for the first time, I guess. Yeah, that's good to know. But, uh, um, and so basically that's where we were at in the, in the uh, not the Gospel of John, but uh, the, the letter to, of John, First John. And so we're looking at ways that Jesus or that John tells us to remain or what being a Christian really looks like in remaining with the original faith. And so we came to the part that like, there's three different texts in the, the letter of John in which he talks about loving one another. And so there's one in chapter two, there's this one in chapter three, and then there's one in chapter four. And, uh, and so it's, we just, I just picked one. And so I went with this third one and uh, I, I thought it was really interesting. Or, I don't know, I thought it was a cool text. And, and uh, because when I was looking at s- trying to figure out what do I say about loving one another, I, at first I was feeling pretty blank about it. Like, what do you say about it? You know, like, you should do it. And, you know, that's about <laughs> yeah. it. Um, and so I started reading. I, most of the time this is a mistake to read someone else's sermon before you've written your own. Because then when you're looking at the text, the only thing you can see... <laughs> Is that other person's sermon? Yeah. And uh, even bigger mistake is it was Tim Keller's stuff. And so... Damon High. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it was ended up being incredibly helpful for me and gave me on a, put me on a trajectory um, of looking for other people to read, other people who, who could talk into this uh, text for me. And so we ended up going with... I'll give you a quick rundown on what the sermon was. So... It was all about loving one another, and there were three points, um, which have, I've, that's my new thing now, because um, that's, I guess, Points that's, or three? Three, okay. just three points. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like, you know, just categorizing the sermon to where it's like, oh, here's this where we're at here, here's the point number two. Um, and I didn't used to do that in the past, but I've, I've been reading other sermons that do have them, and it just, it's, it's a helpful device mm-hmm. in remembering. Um, but it was the purest love, the barrier to love, and the happiest love were the three points. And, uh, and so essentially it was, um, this is how we know what love is, is that he laid down his life for us. So it's the purest love. And then it's, well, why can't we love like that? 
Well, then we, he goes back and he gives us the example of Cain who murdered his brother. And at first you think that and you're like, you hear that and you're like, uh, we brought this out in the sermon of, why would he give the example of a murderer as like the alternative to loving? Like, <laughs> I feel like that's kind of understood. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gets to, the, the problem was um, Cain's pride over Abel being selected for favor over him. And uh, uh, so his barrier to loving his brother was his pride, and that's really all of our barrier, um, is just being filled with, the like, and we said this in the sermon, like you have existing in your heart a fault, whether you realize it or not, in which you believe that all things at all times should exalt you. And uh, But then we come to the happiest love um, is, how, like, how do we leave that competition? How do we leave that prideful place? And it's we receive the love of Christ, which sets us free then from our pride to then be able to extend the love of Christ uh, to other people. So that was the kind of the rundown of the sermon. Now, in this, there were there was one uh, a couple things I guess to bring out. So one is um, it's kind of interesting. Do, I don't do you do this, Jared? Whenever you're putting working on a lesson uh, or a sermon, and you're do you struggle with what to name points or things like that? Like, do you bring out a thesaurus and, like, write out, like, six different... I pull one up on my Safari browser, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I did that for this first one, uh, The Purest Love. I pulled up on the, the thesaurus, and I was like, I don't even know what to do with this. Because this is basically... This first point was 100% Tim Keller's first point from one of his sermons. <laughs> so I, I I read... It was a sermon. He has... Uh, two sermons that I was reading um, from this. One was from 1995 called Loving One Another on the text in 1 John 2. Um, and his first point in this was basically, I've, I said read it verbatim. There are possibilities in Christ for love that are revolutionary and are not available anywhere else. And I was like, that's good. That's the most helpful, the most helpful setting yeah. for, a, for a sermon. Because in many sermons, you've got your, your traditionals. You know, if you're trying to get to Christ, a traditional setup where you've got here's the here's the the command of Christ, here's how you can't do it, here's how Christ does it, here's how you can do it in him. You have that kind mm-hmm. of structure. Uh, but I liked this one and he, he just kind of began it with no, in him here is the prime example of of love or in him here's how something is heightened in a way that you can't find anywhere else. And and I I was just, I just really liked that. Because um, I don't typically begin sermons in that manner, um, but uh, but I was walking through that man. I had about thirty different titles like <laughs> the unknown love, or the the supernatural love, or the unparalleled love, or the superlative love. Like That's you would fancy. use you, you'd use that fancy <laughs> He's word. Showing though. off. <laughs> People will know you, that you pulled up at the source. You're uh, uh, exactly. <laughs> and so like this, I had like a thirty of those up there, and so finally it was like, okay, purist. That's good enough. <laughs> Um, but it worked. And, uh, now when we went to, uh, the barrier to love, and this was kind of like a Paul trip, the, you know, off ramp real quick, um, where we were talking about our pride is the thing that's actually in us that is preventing us from loving others in the way that Christ loves us. Um, and, and I gave a, man, you you have to go back and I listen. Should have been there. You should have been I will, there. I do listen to sermons. Yeah. I'll clear that up. Yeah, I do go back and listen. No, but there's a perfect example uh, of just the subtle way in which pride is 
in our heart. And I gave an example of, I love it because it's, it's kind of funny. Everyone can relate to it. Everyone can understand what we're getting at and then leave not feeling just horrible about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the, so you're on a date with, uh, so say you're on a date with Casey and you go out to dinner and you both get the same meal. When the waiter brings the meal, you notice that one of the plates on the tray has slightly more meat on it and also slightly more mashed potatoes on it. And when you stare at that meal, I was like, what, what's going through your mind? Are you, are you in that point? Are you thinking, you know what? Casey is so honorable. I love her so much. She's so worthy of honor. And I want to honor her in this moment by requesting that she gets the larger portion. Like, no, no, no. Every, at every point, in all, for all of us, we always look at that tray and we think, that's mine. Yeah. I deserve that. We call that food envy. That's what we, it's a thing. I, Casey's love language is mashed potatoes, so it'd be hard to take that from her, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and so it's like that, like, think about it. Like, this person is the person that you committed your life to. Like, you, like, said these vows to one another. And all that's out of the window oh, over yeah. your plate of food. And, uh, and then I continued on. And, like, and then what do you feel when the waiter takes that bigger plate and hands it to your spouse? raging inside yeah. over the fact that they got it and then I was like but they're being you see you look up and you see them beaming about it because they saw that bigger plate too mm. and I was like that like that is just a subtle example for the way that you have like that's your operating mode is pride all things at all times should exalt me um, and so I mean I thought that was I just I loved that example and I've, I don't remember where that came from um, but I thought it was really, really great. But then, uh, yeah. But uh, in this also, um, I want to turn you guys to uh, a couple different uh, resources that were really helpful for this sermon. If you want to dig deeper into these concepts, because all of these ideas, none of them were from me or original to me. Um, they were a mesh of Tim Keller and C.S. Lewis is really what it was. Um, have you read Mere Christianity? I have not. Oh, I, I honestly hadn't read the whole thing either. But I was I was reading a sermon, uh, that sermon by Tim Keller called Loving One Another. Uh, after I read that first point, I was like, i got to stop. I can't read anything else <laughs> from this sermon because I'm just going to repeat this sermon. Um, but it was from 1995, Loving One Another. And so if you want to check out that sermon um, that Tim Keller gives on this, um, just loving one another, this kind of same same concept. Man, check it out. You can search "loving one another," Tim Keller, nineteen ninety five, and you should be able to pull that up. And there's another one um, in which we talked about the transition from like what is what is love, and it is forgetting yourself. It's not about um, it's not solely about you going without so someone else can have something. It's about forgetting yourself in that event to where your your main goal, your focus is on what does this other person need? What's best for this other person? What are their interests in this moment? And that is from a sermon called Blessed Self-Forgetfulness from 2002 from Tim Keller. And then he also wrote, it's called Blessed Self-Forgetfulness. And he also wrote a book based off of this sermon um, they're called The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness. And that's only about a 40 to 50 page book. It's real, real small. Um, but it, it picks up this concept that he picked up from C.S. Lewis in Mere Christianity. So there's a book called Mere Christianity. It's a, it's a Christian classic by C.S. Lewis. 
um, in which he's talking about what is just baseline Christianity that people of all denominations would come to and agree on. And, uh, and he's got a chapter in here called The Great Sin, and it's called Pride. It's about pride. And, uh, and like he's like, in him, he's like, this is, the, this is the root, the thing that all sin flows from is our pride. And, uh, um, and that's where I got that thing at the very end of this chapter where he says, do not imagine that if you meet a, a really humble man that he will be what most people call humble. Um, like someone who's, uh, he says this, he will not be some sort of greasy, smarmy person He's always telling you that, of course, he's a nobody. Probably all you will think about him is that he seemed a cheerful, intelligent chap. <laughs> for you, Jared. Yeah, speaking uh, of heart language. Uh, who took a real interest in you and what you said to him. If you do dislike him, it'll be because you feel a little envious of anyone who could seem to enjoy life so easily. Um, he won't be thinking about humility. He will not be thinking of himself at all. And... Uh, and so that's a, just a great chapter. So that this though that book, the whole book, Mere Christianity, is just excellent. Um, just picking it up this past week, um, but that chapter especially is just super helpful um, in bringing these kind of ideas together. And so, like, uh, it took me about two or three weeks for all of this to finally mesh into a sermon uh, to bring up the uh, bring about the idea of like humility, pride, and then love. How, how do those fit together? And um, pride's the barrier to love, and love, it, true love, is walking in a, a gospel humility to where your main focus is not you anymore, but someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so check out those resources, man. I think it was great. I, I have not given an opinion. I haven't listened to it. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> I'll listen to it when you upload it later today. Yeah, so technically, that's, actually, y'all go check it out. Uh, uh, came up here yesterday afternoon and uploaded it. Wow. So it is, nice. man, it is early this week. Yeah. The sermon is listen, ready to go. I could have go. listened to it before I came on to talk about it, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't I didn't let anyone know it was uploaded. No, no, no shame. Uh, but anyways, hey, thank y'all so much for being uh, with us this morning, not just me. And uh, uh, there was something I was going to say, and I cannot remember what. I don't remember. However, if you guys were a part of the block party oh, from yeah. Saturday, dude, it was amazing. It was fantastic. So, it was so much fun. Thank you for helping out with that. It really, it, it genuinely was a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, we had so, we had so many people from the community who we were just going around and talking to, um, and uh, who were just, hey, I'm new to the area. I'm looking for, I'm I'm looking for a church, you know. And we gave information out. Um, I, my expectation on the, the door hangers, like what did you actually expect the the effectiveness of the door hangers to be? Yeah, it's hard to tell because, you, you know, so many houses, you get so much stuff hung on your door, shoved in your mailbox that generally you don't pay much attention to it. Yeah. So it was encouraging, honestly. It was. Like we, there were some people who, quite a number of people who said, yeah, we got these door hangers. Our kids really wanted to come and nice. now we're here, you know. And we even had, so we had pickle, the pickleball set up. I don't know if you knew this or not. There was a man who was a pickleball instructor who was here with his grandkids. <laughs> no way. And he was just over there, like, giving pickleball lessons. That's amazing. <laughs> we should put that on the door hanger next time. I know we should. Pickleball lessons. I don't know who the guy was. But uh, he went in there, and Nathan was with him, and he was awesome. <laughs> uh, so you should you should have, if you didn't get the pickleball lessons next yeah. year, it's your, uh, maybe your opportunity. Also, the hayride. I didn't go on it, but that tractor looked awesome. Dude, it was, was awesome. so cool. Yeah, it's like, fine. 
man, the Nias are awesome. Yeah. Like, and so he was telling me about that. It's like a 1936 or 37 yeah. or something when like that. Yeah, when he turned that on, that sounded so cool. It did, it's man. It's like a little kid again. It's <laughs> awesome. But do you think your new house, do you think there's room in my garage or something? I saw you said like out back and do a little hayride in my backyard with the dogs and Casey. Be a good time. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, well, thank you for being with us uh, this morning. And uh, so, yeah, check out those resources if you want to dig a little deeper into these concepts of love and pride and humility. And uh, so, yeah, so we'll see you on Wednesday and then catch you again next Sunday. Thanks. Thanks, dude.